At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I unfortunately I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. Mr. Andy and joining me is my co-host, not Deion Sanders for Primetime. What's up? What's up? It's P-R-I-M-E. Yeah, we are back here with another episode of the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I believe this is episode 217 that we're on right now. So we got some things to talk about because AEW flooded the news this week. When it came, it came to wrestling and stuff that's going on with that. And some things that we got to talk about that we that I mentioned that we, that we talked about briefly in our AW reviews. But I said we're going to elaborate more on the podcast and stuff like that. So we got those going on. But first off, first and foremost, let's get stuff out the way. Uh, let's just quickly pay these bills. Make sure you guys check out SpaciousFully.com. Dutch code that the Coaching is part of, as they got a great podcast and stuff up there f- uh, for your listening ears. Check out the Mark and Dark Show. Check out the Lulu and Plot Plus One, and check out Doing Business with Mark Randall. Also, you guys check out the Nerd Coaching's content on there as well. This is the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Dropped Off Silver Tongue, and of course, you guys can check us out on the podcast apps from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher iHeartRadio, Spotify. We put the snippets up on um, YouTube. So make sure you guys check out YouTube Premium. And also, my main man, Primetime over there. This is the only podcast he does. He helps me out on all, all my content, but he has content of his own up there with him and Lee Boy TV doing the Prime Nostalgia Podcast, man. One of my favorite podcasts on the air, which you guys make sure you listen to every single Friday. So, Prime, this past Friday, what do you and Lee Boy talk about? Uh, we had uh, Edward uh, Scissorhands. Uh, we we talked about. Yo, I thought you s- was about to say y'all had Johnny Depp on the show. I'm about to say right after no, no, the no, trial. No. no, 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 no. We was talking about the trial. Oh, you see, y'all talk about the trial. Yeah. Oh man, what that something? I don't know nothing about it. So my co-host is basically just give you all the about it. You give give you all the all the info. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask, like, are we going to collab for the 25th this month? I'm not sure yet. I'm probably going to be out of town, so we got to see how we're going to work it out. Oh, shit. Okay, well, 
Maybe maybe we can record something because you know the twenty fifth is. Yeah, uh, I think I'll be at Essence Fest. I think, but we will see. Oh, God, I would love to go to Essence Fest. It's still it's still in New Orleans, right? Yep. I would love to go to Essence Fest one day, but I got, I gotta have some serious money for that. Let's probably send me some money. Oh wait, it's the thirtieth. Oh, I definitely okay, go ahead. Oh, we'll be we'll be cool. Yeah. I'm about to say I definitely can't go that day because that's the day, that's my anniversary. Mm-hmm. So we trying to go down to DC. Yep. Oh, and that one then is you and Glenn Leonard's birthday. Uh, first of all, oh yeah, well that's coming up on Saturday next Saturday. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we're saying they ain't nobody can ain't nobody counting that. But anyway. So yeah, all the great stuff. Also, make sure you guys check out Q Flow's music, all the music that he, that he puts for the channel and uh, the podcast, and all the stuff that he's been doing. He's on the podcast at the moment, you know. So make sure you guys check him out as well. So I want to make sure I got all that out the way because we got a lot to get into this week. So we might as well get into it because uh, first of all, I want to just start off with this because this Sunday is hell. In a cell, one of WWE's pay per views that I hate the most, along with TLC and along with Money in the Bank. And well, I don't hate Money in the Bank, but uh, I I, I talk about all time how many times I, I hate those kind of pay per views, and Hell in a Cell is definitely that, okay. So, and, and this show shows why because there is a lack of depth on both rosters on Raw, especially SmackDown, like because SmackDown is is, is, is like unwatchable. Every, every week I turn on SmackDown, I see two things. Usos so that's the problem. You turn on SmackDown. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm still a wrestling fan, dude. And I say, but I know I, I can't come up with it like in, in good conscience sit there for two hours to watch. I turn on better so what's going on? Bam. Okay, turn on. Because it's always riddle and the fucking bloodline. Or New Day and Seamus Butch and Ridge Holland. Mm-hmm. For the for the past four weeks in a row, it's been the same thing. Yep. Same fucking thing. More than four weeks, but you know. Yeah. And since also we're not having Roman Reigns on the show. Roman Reigns, I'm not gonna be in no hell in a cell match for a championship. What? So we we only got one hell in a well, cell I mean, match. I just think he's just still injured and they just act like he's not well, I mean, it's kind of, he, he's not, he's not going to be doing a lot of dates anyway, especially with the new contract he signed. Yeah, but I'm saying he has he's he hasn't wrestled what one time since Brock. Yeah, look, I I I don't know. No, I don't hear nobody talking about the injury, so I don't know what the case may be. There's got to be. There is no way Vince is. You know, as as much as money as Vince want, he's not going to have his main champion in his last. Two pay-per-views. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hello, my name is Brock Lesnar. Nice to meet you. What are you, what are you talking about? Uh, Brock, first of all, Brock is different than Roman. That's... But Roman is... Vince's view him as hot as Roman is right now. He's a needle mover right now because the show sucks without Roman. And then so he's all... Like, we look at your two biggest stars in the company. is Brock and Roman. So when you don't have them on the show, that's what happens. And he's not going to waste him... On Hell in the Cell, I, I mean Hell in the Cell is a throwaway pay per view. You, it, it's a throwaway pay per view. But I'm saying, when Brock was the champion, they at least had another champion, so they could still have a championship match. 
Oh, I agree, but they want to fucking combine yeah. the titles, which I think yeah. they're going to break apart now because I do. Uh, after Drew McIntyre already claimed that at Cash of the ca- Castle, that's who he's going to be going after. And I'm just like, have you seen what Drew McIntyre's been doing the last three weeks? I seen what he did on Friday. This man is not that. winning the. T- this man is not winning the title. <laughs> not anytime soon. This man is not winning the title. Well, the Clash of the Castle not until September anyway. Uh, well, maybe they can build him back up. But this man coming out dancing and throwing pancakes is not it. <laughs> Kofi can do it, and, and you know Biggie never can do it, but not Drew. Now you have to have this, this uh, Scottish psychopath doing dancing moves. I don't know. Oh, uh, kind of like Shanky. Literally the same as Shanky. Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is <laughs> the, the, this is this is fucking terrible. Well, we have Raw presents. Uh, Hell in a Cell plus one SmackDown match. So there's seven matches confirmed. Uh, I don't know what, really what the hell's going to go on with this, but it's a pay per view. I plan on checking it. I plan on checking it, checking it out, and I plan on trying to review it tomorrow night. So let's just get up into the predictions right here as we have it. Let's start off with a no holds barred match: Madcap Moss, which it is, they had just been calling Madcap. Versus Happy Corbin, Madcap. Oh yeah, he got he got a VC update. Oh, he he, do you see that Joe? He busts out the back of the ambulance, and he looked like generic superstar number twelve because he looks. Gen- I I will say he looks generic, but he looks good, better than wearing overalls and being a joke. Oh oh yeah, oh, better than the clown shorts, them suspenders. He looks. I mean, like if honestly, if, if they just put some like gloves on him or, or like some biker gloves, or they, or they put the Ron Simmons armbands on, oh, he'd be badass. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, see, he, he 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 got the he he's in shape. He got the body for it and all that stuff. So he comes and he you know attacks Corbin. So uh, Corbin told he he wants to add a picture to suspend him. He says no. Put him put you, put, put him in a match with you. And it's gonna be no holes barred. So I feel as though now it's the time to get the story over and done with. And have Madcap, uh, I'll call Madcap Moss, go over here. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, Baron Corbin never goes over in that field. <laughs> you know, I don't so, even care enough about Baron Corbin to even go back and look that that fact up. No, I'm saying I'm <laughs> so, I'm so serious. I don't think he's ever went over in a field. Even when he's like has the titles and whatever he has, he never goes over. Like he'll win. One of the matches in, or the you know he he don't never really get over it, even though he I don't know how to I don't know he's just constantly losing but not losing at the same time. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, the an, another match which I think maybe uh, ridiculed to the pre-show. They haven't announced any kind of pre-show matches, or they may not have a pre-show matches. But for the United States Championship theory. Taking on Mustafa or Mustafa Ali. Look, Mustafa Ali is already in deep water with WWE. And he don't give a fuck. And Theory, obviously, is the one that's being pushed. He's Vince McMahon's boy. He's his, he's his pet project. They gave him a championship so he could look good when he comes out. There's no reason Theory loses this. They're not going to push Mustafa Ali. And they're just going to bury this guy and let have him sit back on their books until they feel like releasing his contract. So, Theory wins this. And he may be squashing yeah. him. What about you? Well, I don't got him squashing him. I do say Theory wins. Yeah. 
Terry wins this. Hopefully he wins because he's on my fantasy, so let's hope. That's right. You do have theory, don't you? Yep. All right. Next up, uh, a two-on-one handicap match. Bobby Lashley versus Omos and MVP. Can we just take a moment to think back that this time last year, how dominant Bobby Lashley was? Yeah, he was dominant. Can we take a to take a moment that the almighty Bobby Lashley, that heel run, that championship run that he had, that hurt business run he had, everything was just I loved it about Bobby Lashley. It, 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 that that was a killer. That was the guy I was like, yo, that man can take on Brock and kill him. You know, because uh there's a championship like that hurt like a special. But now, this man, turnt baby face, is on his own. And MVP is trying to get Omos over. And it's not the same. Not doing a good job at it. It's not. And I, I don't blame MVP for that. I blame Omos for that. And I also blame just the bad. I blame the bad writing. Because first off, this rivalry shouldn't even been this long. Okay. And I mean, Bobby Lashley has been the more established player in this rivalry. Omos has picked up wins over Jobber, so I'm just saying I don't mind him beating him at WrestleMania and moving on. Them turning this shit to now, if they wanted to keep it going, have MVP on, you know, with Omos, and they needed that, sure, okay, I, I, I get that. But they're honestly, that these two need to move furthest apart from each other. You need to get Bobby Lashley up back in the main event scene because you don't have a main event scene on Raw. The only main event scene you have is Cody. But he's in the main event scene with no championship. Because mm. Roman got both of them. So there is no main event scene on Raw. And you, you gotta you gotta start building some of those some of those people back up. After this, after he just spears MVP. Omos don't have to obviously that's probably why MVP is in this in the first place so Omos don't have to take the pin and look worse okay so have Bobby beat MVP move the fuck on if MVP and Omos want to start a new hurt business or a new group fine Bobby got to move the fuck on and go back into the championship picture or the main, or, or the main event scene or going to money in the bank whatever the case is he has to be featured a lot better than this so I have no reason why Bobby Lashley should lose this match. If, if he does, this shit is just it's re- fucking ridiculous. So, I got Bobby winning. Yeah, I got Bobby winning and um, something hopefully happens after. Like, hopefully he face somebody of note at the next pay-per-view. The next one is Money in the Bank, right? Uh, Yes. Okay. I mean, other than them just probably just Throwing him in a Money in the Bank ladder match, which I, I don't think uh, they actually successful with it. All you got the all the mid cards are are, are uh, locked up during Judgment Day shit. So this is like he needs an he needs an opponent. He needs something to do. I'm just like, well, I don't know. What, I don't know what they're gonna try to figure this thing out. But we we both got Lashley. Uh, a singles a singles match where. It it was good. The buildup was good at the beginning, but now it's starting to get a little stale to me. And that's the Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens match. 
Kevin Owens. I'll be honest with you, I don't care. So whatever you pick, I'm picking. Okay, well, look, it, it I think Ezekiel's going to probably win to get the character over. It's going to be like a little bit roll roll to Kevin Owens, and I don't, I don't think everybody's taking Kevin Owens as, as a legit threat. He got his WrestleMania main event. He got his WrestleMania matchup. whoop de doo That's what it's going to be right there. But other than that, no, uh, I got Ezekiel, and I'm pretty sure you got the same thing. Uh, whatever you pick is what I got. I have no crumbs. I don't have nothing to say about this feud. I don't know. All right. We got the six-person mixed tag team matchup, which I thought they was going to throw in the cell, but they didn't. Uh, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan versus Judgment Day, which is Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley. So, obviously, these two have been going ahead. Finn Balor comes out forms with his old... Uh, Bullet Club buddy, even though they was in the Bullet Club at the same time, but uh, then Liv Morgan obviously joins forces with them to get them the two sweet stuff like that. I think it should be a very entertaining six man, uh, six person tag team matchup. I do think this is the match where the newest member or the the final member of Judgment Day reveals themselves, and mm-hmm. then I I think I really think that. They're going to cap this Edge and AJ Styles storyline off at SummerSlam, where we get the match we've been waiting for, the real match between Edge and AJ Styles, that close to five-star classic match at SummerSlam. But right now, Mm -hmm. to to pay this off, I really think uh, Liv Morgan takes the pin, you know what I'm saying, because real love pin everybody all sexy. And then you have uh, Ciampa come out and... Ciampa? You think somebody... you don't think it's still not going to be Chopper? I think it's going to be Finn Balor. Oh, that's a swerve. That's really? a swerve. I think that will work well. I mean, you got Finn Balor. You have Finn Balor as a heel, as a creepy-ish heel. You have Finn Balor and Damian Priest as a tag team, probably. With Rhea and Edge. I don't know. That's just me. I'm not mad at that because I didn't... Because, you know, the, the Balor's been treated. But... The, to have Finn Balor part of that, I'm not mad at that. I I always have been, been thinking about Chompa and stuff like that was going with Chompa, but Finn, Finn Balor doing that, bro, I, that, that's actually pretty damn good. That's actually pretty good. I think you did great with that. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's just like, uh, what was that? Was it Undisputed Era and... No, it was Undisputed there versus Johnny and Finn, and Johnny thought <laughs> Finn was going to team with him, and he, like, tri- faked him out. It's going to be something like that, probably. Yeah, it, I, I, I think this was probably going to be, and then we're going to get Judgment Day's going to get another win here. All right, we have a single, or no, a triple threat match, which I think you could put this in the cell. Why not? Uh, Bianca Belair versus Oscar versus Becky Lynch. I think that would be a damn good Hell in a Cell. We only had was one triple threat match in Hell in a Cell. Whether it was Cena, a Bertha Del Rio, or CM Punk. I think that was the only triple threat match in the Hell in a Cell. They don't do multi man matches like that. I I, I know they do, and I I mean I would love to see another Armageddon Hell in a Cell, but they don't. Yeah, me too. I mean. just for the sheer, because every time it's a six person, somebody like elimination chamber. I'm like, that has gotten so non brutal over the years. I'm like, I don't care, I care anymore. I, I remember when it was six guys, it was like, oh shit, elimination chamber. I'm like, that's that's fucking dope. I I didn't miss hell to sell, 
But now since the Elimination Chamber has got what it is, I'm just like, man, keep that shit. I'd rather, you know, let me see six guys go battle it out, Armageddon style, in, in that six-person Hell in the Cell matchup. And I think that would be dope. Yeah, yeah, at least do five, five or six, whatever, you know. Yeah, but but the last time we seen a triple threat match in the cell had was Cena, Punk, and uh, Del Rio, and that ended up being a that was twenty eleven, I think. That ended up being a good that ended up being a good matchup. So, I would love for them to do that again, or you know, revisit. It. I'm like, what? You don't have a cell match now, but you can change. Be like, okay, well. Because circumstances, this matchup is going to be in Hell in a Cell. It's going to open the show while Cody and Seth main event, you know, the show. So now, now with the triple threat aspect to it, Bianca retains the championship? Yeah. Who does she pin? Becky. I think she No. Pins. I think she pins. It's Oscar because maybe Becky will do a move to her and then she'll do the KOD. Well, yeah, so they get because your, 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 your mic cut out. I just stopped talking. I thought you said something. Oh, no. Go ahead. So, you saying that she should pin Oscar? Yeah, maybe Becky does the manhandle slam. That terrible rock bottom. Gotcha. And then and then Bianca does something to Becky. I mean, to Oscar, too. Like, they hit her with a double finisher. And then, uh, you know, like, maybe Becky does the manhandle slam. And then Bianca gets Becky out of the ring and then hits the KOD. Mm-hmm. So Becky, I mean, so Oscar takes like two finishes. Mm. Yeah, I, I, whatever the case may be, I think it's going to be an excellent matchup. I think this kid has a, the potential to steal the show, and I kind of hope that they make a last minute change and put this put this inside the cell. I think this will really work excellent inside the cell with these three women. So. Uh, and the main event, we know what the main event is going to be. Hell in a cell. Cody taking on Seth freaking Rollins. Obviously, this is to get a ploy to get Cody over. They are treating Cody like a star. They're booking him big time. You can't. A lot of people coming into WWE cannot say that. Well, Cody can. And I'm gonna just say, it ain't gonna be everybody. So all y'all talk about, oh, since they're booking Cody good, I'm gonna get booked good. I'm, it's not everybody. It's, no, it ain't gonna be everybody. And and obviously, Cody's been mentioned is, is, is just to get the WWE Championship because the stories about him, you know, his dad was, it was stripped away of that t- title in Madison Square Garden. He wants to get, win that championship by their dad. I want it for you could take it. So he he has his mind set on that championship. So. There's no reason he, he's going to lose against Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins will put him over three straight times like Triple H did Batista to help get Cody over that hump. Now, whether Cody goes and actually wins Money in the Bank, I don't know how they're playing the whole Roman Reigns. Are, are they going to do the, 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 the Cody and Roman at Mania, which I seriously doubt because I didn't even really want to get the Rock. I don't know. But maybe they want to do Cody and Roman at SummerSlam. But I, I, I heard the rumors about... Uh, Orton and uh, Reigns at SummerSlam. I, I don't know what the hell necessarily is going on, but there's no reason why Cody needs to lose this matchup because yeah, he already he, he already won two. Yep. In a row, so it ain't like you know he won one, Seth won one. Here comes the rivalry. He already won two, so even if Seth wins, he still won the rivalry. So you might as well just get him the clean sweep and beat Seth in, in, in a brutal matchup. This matchup 
I think it's definitely because you we we see how crazy Cody is. Cody has lit tables on fire. Cody will use the weight belt. I I I actually think after that spot with Andrade and, and you know Cody would do anything for the fans. I think we we may get another flaming table. No, I don't think that we're not we're not going that far. You don't think so? No. It'll be a damn good vi- visual side like there red hell to sell. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we getting thumbtacks or nothing like that. We we getting steel chair and a table, and that's it. You know, I I, I necessarily don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I kind of got. I'm trying to have faith that they're going to do something a little bit better because it's inside Hell in a Cell. You know how Cody is and how Seth wants to you know show off to everything. So I think I think it's going to be a good matchup. I hope they add the, the women's championship match into the Hell in a Cell. But guys, that was Hell in a Cell. But by the way, I'm sorry. You have Cody, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. That was Hell in a Cell. So post your comments down below. Uh, how you guys feel about what are your predictions for Hell in a Cell? And uh, make sure you stay tuned back here for when we do the review after Hell in a Cell. Will we be going live? Absolutely not. I'm going to be working all day tomorrow. I'm going to be doing some door dashing. There's no way I can watch Hell in a Cell and have the energy to be live. We're just going to record our price set up as a premiere the next day. But yeah, I can't. I can't do a live stream. With Hell in the Cell, uh, unless something like really, really big happens, which I seriously doubt. It won't. It, I, thank you. I know it, it won't. So, there you guys have it. So, I hope you guys enjoyed our predictions. Now, moving on to oh god, I got a lot of big news to cover here. Let's start off with the with the big news about CM Punk and, and Rampage. So, uh, Rampage. First of all, AEW did the forum. Uh, in Inglewood, California. So this is the first time they was over on the West Coast, and for, for for some people that were there, said they sold they sold out. Some people said they almost sold out. Whatever the case may be, they had a very successful dynamite. Mm-hmm. Well, now they had a live rampage, and y'all already know rampage to me. I'm just like, if it ain't live, it, it, it it's kind of like you don't have to check it out. Sometimes rampage can have a good match or two, whatever the case may be. But this time, I'm saying it. Hey, y'all can get mad at me if y'all want to. This week's Rampage, not Dynamite, this week's Rampage was better than SmackDown. Yeah, I can I can imagine that, yeah. This week's... Uh, did you get a chance to see Rampage? I saw... <laughs> I saw one match just because it was all over social media. You probably know which one it was. And that's what I saw. <laughs> Now, you talk about the Ricky Starks? No, talk oh. about Kier Hogan. Kier Ho- oh, okay, I, okay, yeah, the Athena, yeah. Oh, yeah the match was like, all over. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, not, I not know that match would be all over social media, to be honest with you. Why would, did you see the I, match? I, I saw, okay, I, I saw oh, okay. it. I saw the, it, okay. I, I saw the replay, you okay? Yeah. So... Here's the thing. I was like, well, fine. I said, me and Prime and I did a, a regular Rampage review because the next topic we got to talk about goes right into Rampage. I said, we might as well talk about all this shit together anyway. That's CM Punk. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, CM Punk came out in the middle of the show. I was like, damn, y'all probably could have either ended it because it kind of sucked the air out of everything when he came out because CM Punk comes out. He's crying. 
Like his his eyes is red, and I was like, "Yo, oh, what the fuck is going on?" You text me what was going on. I said, "That ain't just happened." I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" So oh, I definitely wasn't watching live. I I like at first I seen like the uh, the pictures of him crying. I was like, "Why is he crying?" I thought honestly, I thought he was giving like an acceptance speech or thank you, but I won the title. Mm-hmm. And no, that is not what happened. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. I really didn't know what was happening. I was like, damn, did another shooting happen that affected Punk's hometown or something? Like, what the fuck is happening? And we got the news because CM Punk, to make a long story short, before we go into details, it has, you know, uh, he don't want to hold the belt hostage, but he's going to be an interim champion. We'll get to all that. First off, what, what came to my attention, somebody pointed out to me on social media that how Punk possibly could have got injured. If he got injured this way, that's on him. Now, I don't He's know if you know... the buckshot. <laughs> no, I'm, no, not the buckshot. Something, something worse. Okay. So, there's a clip when on Dynamite, because I didn't see the very beginning of Dynamite, because uh, I was working. When, when CM Punk and FTR came out, during their entrance, and this was this is uh, CM Punk's first Dynamite as the as the world champion. So remember back when, on Rampage when, when CM Punk first came back and he body surfed into the audience. Mm-hmm. So he decides that when he comes out because he has the belt, he's going to do the same thing. But he missed time to jump, and he was a little short, and his foot caught the railing. And then he's seen limping going to the ring. And even when he messed up that springboard and how he was limping, I was like, that that says a lot. And there's a possibility that he could have got injured from that. <laughs> well, wow. Okay. Like, how could, unlucky could you be in that situation? And first of all, me personally, with, with, with COVID still going around, and them just find new sick, sicknesses and stuff going on. I'm not body surfing on with anybody. I look if you want to go in the crowd like he did, and then you know just like fall back like John Cena did at WrestleMania 21, and had the front row be 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 honored, to, you know, to do that. Fine, but you to be going off the ramp to body surf with, with fans. I'm sorry, me personally, I'm just like I'm not doing it. Especially if you miss time to jump and your foot caught that railing, and now you have something like a broken foot. That's that that's fucked up. That's like a non wrestling injury. You did because you, you, you didn't have to do that. So he comes out and he talks about you know uh, when I came here a a a w. He said I will give you everything that I have and I will give and everything every bone in my body was telling me don't come to the arena. In a drive away, even the broken ones. And I was like, "What? what, what where's he? Where's he going with this?" And he was like, "I got some good news. I got some bad news." And the bad news is that he uh, he's injured and he has to get surgery on this broken foot that he has. And he says he told Tony Khan because Tony Khan wanted to keep him as a champion. He told Tony Khan he does not want to hold up this place. And there's people in the back name drop John Moxley and Brian Danielson. And you know, they go out there and they can win they can win a championship. Uh oh win this championship. 
so but he, but it, it, it gets confusing after a while. So they just announced his his for Forbidden Door opponent was it um, Tanahashi Tanahashi last week on Wednesday, which everybody was getting excited for. So now that that match is not happening. So mm-hmm. in in place next week on Dynamite. I swear, it, first of all, before you explain this, it is not this hard. Everybody on, on online was acting like this is the hardest thing in the world to follow, and it was not. At least to me, it wasn't. You said you said you said it's hard to. It, it, it was to... not. It was not hard to follow at all. But everybody acting like they don't understand what a what a tournament or a bracket is was really con- throwing me. I was really getting upset with people. I, I mean, I, I I can agree with you. Uh, here's the thing. Um, he there's gonna be a battle royal, and the winner's mm-hmm. gonna face John Moxley. And you, yes, and you're sitting there thinking, why John Moxley? Well, according to AEW, he's the number one ranked. Even though if you go on the website and look, Moxley's like number four, opposed to number one. But he's number one ranked in 2022, I think. What, what? I don't know how they. Ra- I don't know how much how long they, how much they update their rankings, but um, they said his, his record is the best this year mm-hmm. since twenty twenty two started. I believe. Okay, uh, I, I mean it's a, it, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a possibility, but however, with that being said, uh. The winner that battle faces Moxie, and then that that winner becomes the interim AEW no. champ. No, what? That person faces Tanahashi. Oh, and the winner becomes the interim AEW champion, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So sorry that that winner will face Tanahashi at Forbidden Door, and then they will, then whoever wins will become the interim AEW champion. Here's here. Okay, the number one. The interim champion thing I'm not a big fan of because remember how they did the whole Cody and Sammy Guevara thing Cody was going a week now I'm not saying CM Punk is going to be no, going a no, week they, they should not have done it for Cody but then again they didn't know how long Cody was going to be out Yeah. so I think that's a difference because they thought Cody was going to be out longer than what he was yeah, now Punk, they know Punk is going to be out for a while so if this one makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually with because I think they want to do the two bell storyline with Punk. Man, like, like that's where Punk when Punk comes out and whoever has the belt, who I'm thinking of is going to have the belt, and Punk comes out like he did Cena. Oh, oh my god! Oh, uh, it's, uh, it's I know it's going to be crazy. Now here's the thing though. So everybody's now now Tanahashi and Moxley have history, mm-hmm. and Moxley has been wanting Tanahashi one on one. For the longest, he has never got him one on one. Yes, because uh, when John Moxley was feuding with all the New Japan guys, he was supposed to fight Tanahashi, but I think it got changed to um, Grandpa. Uh, my gosh, Murder Grandpa. The- yes, <laughs> mm. uh, I forgot his name for a second. I, I can't think of it right now. Minoru yeah. Suzuki. Suzuki, yes. Uh, Did I so just help Prime out on a new Japan? To Suzuki. Look at this. Times are changing, bro. Go ahead. I was gonna say Ishii for a second, but yeah, no, Suzuki uh, is the yeah. person got it got changed out for it. And he been wanting Tanahashi, so 
if he has Tanahashi, it's cool. But I'm thinking he might lose to somebody that just so happens to be hot right now. So, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking also. So, I'm just like, okay. So, if you're Tony Khan, obviously, I think I think the plan was, which is, I don't know anything. I think the plan was before us, uh, Punk got injured, was that they was going to do the whole rubber match between uh, MJF and CM Punk and MJF beat CM Punk to get the championship. Now, with this, with, with the hype, the hot pot, pipe bomb, which obviously there was real issues, but now it's turned to a work. With the Battle Royal, you could easily have MJ, find a backdoor way for MJF to get into the Battle Royal. Win that Battle Royal, beat Moxley, and beat Tanahashi at Forbidden Door to get that championship. <coughs> you know, I don't know if he will go put it in the refrigerator or give a kiss. Uh, you know, to um. Oh, you know that will be. Oh my God! If he does the kiss thing, oh, oh <laughs> if he does now, now it, it plays so well into the storyline though. It it, it, it it would. Me personally, I would be happy and excited to see it. There are going to be people. They're going to be the, the WWE stands by. They just recopying the same storyline. Who fucking cares? This one I don't care. Like if, if MJF was like, you know, what, I'm gonna win the title and I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna go to, you know, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go over there with the title. Because I think that AEW would do the summer of MJF the right way. Like, cause remember how the summer of Punk went after Money in the Bank and he went home and it's just like, okay, that he came back after like a couple weeks. I think they'll keep MJF. And have him go to Impact, have him mm-hmm. go to or different uh, wrestling companies, yeah, yeah, different wrestling companies, and then, or even MLW, MLW still around, right? Yeah, yeah, Triple A, NWA, or whatever Triple yeah. A, and, yeah. he, and he goes all around with the AW Championship and be like, you know, well, if you want the belt back, Tony Khan fire me, like you know, whatever the case may be, like if you're tired of seeing me going around here all over these other wrestling promotions, fire me. You, 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 you know, it'll be really dope. If him and Tony Khan, like, because you know, you know, they're working now. If they want I mean, to stop, I didn't her, knew that, but everybody was like, "Oh, oh," so I'm like, "Yeah." Look, imagine if they want to stop her, right? Mm-hmm. And bought a front row seat to hell in the cell. Mm-hmm. What can they like? What What could you do? Because if he got Tony Khan's blessing to do it, he's not breaking any rules. He can go there as a fan. But that will get the wrestling pe- that will get wrestling things talking like, oh shit, MJF is here. I mean, like he'll get escorted out. They, but that's all part of the character in the story, though, wouldn't it be? No, no, he would get escorted out. Like I don't think they would let him like sit there. Like, like if he's sitting on the hard cam and Vince sees him, he's getting escorted out. No, I'm, I'm saying. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm saying, but you, I wouldn't sit on the hard cam side because that's what Enzo's stupid ass did. Yes, I'm talking. Got- <laughs> See. That's what Enzo stupid ass did. I'm talking about him sitting on like the front row on the opposite side to the point where the wrestlers have to go over there and actually see him, and then mm-hmm. and then and then, and then if fans see him, and then, of course it's going to draw attention, and then they're going to ask him to leave. But but all that does is play into the story, and all that does is shows that you know how much of a radical he can be. To be honest with you, I mean like that that would be a ballsy fucking thing to do, you know. If, if if they was to, to try to do something like that, but the 
my only issue with all this stuff is I'm just like, how good of the match? MGF can work now. But it's just like, if I had a chance to see Tanahashi and Moxley or Tanahashi and MJF, I want to see Moxley, to be honest with you. Yep. Just because of the match. But because of the story, MJF is the one I, I MJF is the one that I think would need to, to do that. Yeah, and also I don't I don't remember they said how many people was in the Battle Royal or not, but I'm assuming it's gonna be like, you know, Warlow, maybe uh I don't know, Jungle Boy probably, Darby, um I don't know. Maybe Adam Cole is in it. I don't know. Me personally, keep it small, like 10, 15 guys. I think it's it's like eight. Okay, that's perfect. Keep it small like that so that way you really don't know who can go there because right now Wardlow's hot. MJF is hot. Moxie's hot. You can put Daniels in there. Hangman back in it. Hangman back in it. So there's different things you can really do. Like You really don't know which way it's going to go. I think that would be the best way to go. Instead of having like 30, 20 guys, you got you got like four tag teams in there, knowing the tag teams are not going to win it. So I, I I like keeping it that way. Now, if if that if that happens, I wouldn't be mad if MJF wins and beats Moxley and then goes off the face of Tanahashi. Will he, will he have like the CM Punk Tanahashi or the Moxley Tanahashi match that we want? No, but for the story. For forbidden for the situation to end, you strike while the iron is hot. Yes. Now I have I have something else to say about this, by the way. Okay. Uh since we're not getting punk and Tanahashi, I think this would be a good time for AEW to just scrap their plans with Hangman and say Okada and uh Brian Danielson, y'all gotta go out there for thirty minutes and get some classic. Well there's also I mean, there's also I been, think that will make up I think so, but there's also been a report that Hangman and and, and, and uh, Okada's out the plan. Well, I hope it ain't, because uh, now <laughs> they need to change. They, if it was, they need to change it. Because I'm sorry, if you're not having Punk and Tanahashi, uh, you're gonna have to do something. Uh, de- I mean, I agree that people gonna like. Uh, and, I, and I can say, hey, if, man, and Okada ain't snotted. So I'm sorry. yeah. Now, because now, if they didn't do the whole, it out now. If they don't, if they want to not, if they really want to keep MJF and bank on this storyline later on, uh, and they want to, and they want to go back to the well and be like, well, let's put Hangman in there and have Hangman Tanahashi. Like he goes beast Moxley, and then have Hangman Tanahashi, and then you can have Hangman have his belt and CM Punk have his belt, but it just wouldn't be the same. This is MJF though, so. Yeah. It, it, I, I'm curious of how, you know, that's going to work itself out. And then if MJF has the title, and we don't know the necessarily, this is also another thing it runs into. If MJF has the title, right, and CM Punk is not going to be back for a couple months, and you're like, okay, so he has the championship, he has to defend the championship. Wardlow just kicked his ass, so why wouldn't Wardlow go for that championship? Maybe he's not ranked number one. Oh, that's right. They do do, they, they do the rankings. You're right. Yeah. But he, he about to be. <laughs> to say yeah, so. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. Maybe MJF is like, you're not ranked number one, so you can't get a title shot or something. We don't know. 
So out of out of those scenarios I just named from the Moxley Page and MJF thing, what would be the one that you would be looking forward to the most? Like the one that I would definitely look looking forward to MJF somehow screaming his way into winning and then uh you know, doing the I, honestly I would even though it's the same thing, I would definitely give MJ up the title and do the same thing Punk did. I have him be like, I'm leaving this company and I'm taking the belt with me and he don't he wins and does the same kiss in the same position. I don't think Tony Khan is gonna be there looking at him like Vince was, but I think he does the kiss and he does it over the barricade and he runs into the crowd. I was because first of all, I don't like Tony Khan as an on stream character. He has not sold me to be an on screen character. He's well, not. I mean, he's not. He's not. He's yeah. not an on screen character. Like Vince put himself in there. Well, Tony doesn't really care to be on screen or not. He just, you know, I don't know. He, he's too socially awkward to be on screen anyway. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that that also but, and, and it's gonna be in the same building too. Yeah, I God, it's like imagine heaven because then it it I'll, I'll say it like this: if Punk can get healed by all out how can you i would do mjf punk for and or winner, huh or if he can't get healed by all out he can come at the end of all out and possibly be you know yeah i'm all out is that is right there either at the end of very end of august or the very the first week of september first week of september what's first week of september so Right now, if, if so, his foot broke. We, we're at the beginning of June. So, obviously, if he gets a little surgery, I don't know what the extent of the broken foot is because if it's like a like a like damn in half, like this man gonna need crutches, or it's gonna be like let me just stay off it for a couple of weeks and let let it heal by itself because he is older. But if he could be back by all out, oh my god, that that right there is your your main event. That's gonna sell right there itself. MJF, CM Punk. For the interim AW championship, but if Tony Khan looks and sees that his injury is going to put him out for longer, well, then obviously you probably had to go with another way, and it'll probably either be Hangman. Probably, I think it'll, it'll probably be Hangman. So I mean, if he's going to be out for a year, I mean, MJF have a good little reign, you know. Have him have a good little reign to where he forget about Punk even existed, and then have Punk come back. That's what you should do. You right. I want to have faith that they, they they're gonna do this the right way. Well, also on Rampage, they had a tag team matchup: the Lucha Bros taking on the Young Bucks that kicked off the show, which ended up being a very good. Like these, this it's like that is their New Day Usos. And what I mean by that, I'm not saying because they, they, they obviously wrestle different styles, totally different styles. But what I'm saying is the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks, it's like almost impossible for them to have a bad match. Yeah. I remember when they first had their first match uh, in Mexico. And, uh, yeah, it was crazy then. And it gets crazier over time. I remember watching them. I don't know why they take me like this, but their first match that they ever had together was on a, was filmed on a drone mm. uh, in Mexico. It was like an indie. Sh- it was like an indie-ish big show. Yeah, and it was filmed on a drone, like a, one of those drones that fly around the ring. Yeah, but yeah, the match was good. And then they kept having them, and kept having them, and kept having them, and now 
you know, we get classics a lot. So I agree. Hey, look, I agree with you. So that's dope. I thought you know uh, that that was all great. So and I'm like, it's hard. You you can't sit here and call you know uh, what happened in that matchup other than obviously uh, I don't know which which Jackson pulled off Pentagon's mask and he had to cover up and then they ended up winning the match that way. But it was a wild crazy matchup. If you guys are not a fan of Young Bucks matchups, or if you guys are not a fan of the, the Lucha Brothers and how they face the Young Bucks, don't watch this matchup because it, it's it don't change. You, you're not going to get it's, it's not going to get not going to get better for you basically. Uh, then we had the debut of Athena, and Athena was there to take on Karen Hogan. The baddie section was there on the outside with Stokely Hathaway. And uh, little thickness, as I call her, Athena was in there with you know. Uh, well, there's no way you can call her that with Kara Hogan in the ring. I was just about to say, but then the real little thickness, Kara Hogan was in there, and uh, Athena looked really good. Like she was hitting all her spots in this matchup, and she was selling for Kara Hogan. Kara Hogan held her own, like I was saying, because a lot of people underestimate like how good she can really, like, she can really be in the ring. Like, mm-hmm. I think her, I think her and Ray Vela are underrated when it comes when it comes to wrestling. I'm not saying they're the greatest wrestlers in the women's division right now. I'm saying, but they they can work though, mm-hmm. you know, and and they can also sell and make you look good as well. And it felt so good. I mean, uh, well, first off, Ray Vela trips up uh, Athena on the apron the first time, but then tried to go uh, trip up on the rope the, the the second time, but it does not work. And Athena's going for. It. Kara Hogan's pretty far out in the ring, but Athena goes and hits that eclipse. Oh my god! When was the last time we seen a, a eclipse? Uh, it's been a while. The last time I seen the eclipse was when Ember Moon gave it to Indy Hartwell, and which was this distraction when she took on Candice uh, LeRae. That was the last time I seen an eclipse. I don't think she used that as a finisher when she came back. She had like a weird ddt or something yeah well it was great to see it now she hit that clips on karen hogan and you know saying pin that girl and then there you have it so i i know her next match is going to be against red velvet so until we get we get up to jay and obviously if you build this the right way and don't rush it you can get to her and jade you know maybe by blood and guts or by i don't know what they want to do at road rager i didn't think it's too early because but I, I think you should make it make it a big deal. Mm-hmm. Hell, you could probably try, stretch it to all out, but I, I doubt they can do that. So yeah, and then uh, Will Hobbs and Ricky Starks had a, had a squash match just to put them over as a tag team. So that was that. Of course, the CM Punk thing happened when we started off with that. Then the main event came that nobody nobody cared about the main event because after we have CM Punk. Which I, I think is a little, little unfortunate, but Scorpio Sky was defending his TNT Championship against Dante Martin, and when I say nobody cared, even the commentators were talking about what happened with CM Punk and the scenarios, opposed to pay t- paying attention to the matchup. Uh, I mean, no offense, but you don't put Scorpio Sky in the main event. You know, I'm sorry. 
I understand, but it, but Dante Martin's excited. Well, okay, excited. Sorry. You don't put you don't put this Scorpio on the main event. They haven't really done him no favors as of late to make people care about him. So it's kind of like, eh. Okay, well, that that's what happened in the main event. Uh, Scorpio Sky beats Dante Marshall. I mean, the match quality still was good, but nobody cared. There was no heat behind it. It was just like you know. Uh, Winning and, and and that was basically it because everybody was uh sucked out because of the CM Punk stuff. But it it felt good to see Rampage live. CM Punk wasn't even mm-hmm. scheduled for the show tonight. They just put him on there. Yeah, well, obviously they had to. You know? Yeah. So it you know it was it it was uh live and I, I think they need to do more live rampages. Yeah, I do too. I mean, but you, maybe you, they don't have the venue to do them or whatever the case is. I, I mean, don't know. I mean, you 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 are probably right, but now since it since it being basketball season is over, and it was about to be over after the finals, and then football don't start to October, and all you're doing was baseball. No, baseball has their own stadiums for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So because they they need the, the, the top off. So I'm saying, but now if you're going to go travel to a city, this would be a perfect time. Whether you, you do the Philly, Chicago, New York, Detroit. I mean, you uh, you can say that, but then you know you gotta you that's you gotta buy two different days of uh you know rent for a building that you gotta build your set in. I don't know how lo- I don't know how much that is, but I'm pretty sure it's a lot. I mean, I can't argue with you on that one. So maybe Tony Khan just you know sometimes you don't want to use it every week. I can I can understand that aspect, even though I like personal I like them. Don or Rampage to be live myself. I can understand why he doesn't if it's for money reasons. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I understand too. But I think overall, Rampage was good. It was better than SmackDown this week. And it was only an hour. It was only an hour show. And that whole thing with CM Punk just dropped. I was like, God, I don't know what Forbidden Door is going to look like right now. But it's very unfortunate. It sucks that he had to... Mr. Bendor. It's going to even suck even more if we find out that him doing that fucking jump is what got him injured. Yeah, but it's it's exciting. It's an exciting time to see who they will push, especially about who's hot and who's, uh, you know, big at the moment. So it'd, yeah. be, it'd be interesting. Like, honestly, what if Miro comes in and win it? He just came back. What if he, you know, slide in there and win it? We don't know. Ooh, Miro needs to get his TV, his TNT championship back. Um, but what if he slide and win the and win the big championship? We, hey, I mean, he could do that too. You know? I'm just saying, he just coming back. That's a that's a good opportunity for him to be winning it if he if he do. You know. Well, let's see what he do with the MJF stuff. But guys, that was our rampage review, and uh, along with we'll talking about CM stuff. So it's it's been, it's been crazy week in AEW uh, so far. And it ain't done yet because Thunder Rosa, got to move on to this one. Thunder Rosa is reporting that she is frustrated and unhappy with AEW. People may say, "Oh, well, you don't think you don't you don't say." Yeah, I say people say, "Well, why don't you? Why would you be frustrated?" Stuff like blah 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 blah. Tony Khan's doing all this. He's got diversity. I'm like, look, y'all gotta say something. As much as good AEW does do. It, when it comes to its women's division, this is just the one thing that Big Swole was talking about in her interview or her, or her podcast of one of the reasons why, you know, it was having trouble while she left over there. And one of the things is that AEW does not do a good job on its women's division. 
And since they don't they don't have as much hours as WWE does a week to showcase these women because they already got two hours of dynamite and one hour of rampage. But even with that being said, and because I don't count Dark and Revelation because nobody really watches those shows, so I really don't count those those shows necessarily. However, you have to find a way to showcase more of your women. Even when now I, I know that they've been trying to do it more with like Jade and. Chris Statland saw that they do like backstage segments with the women just to, you know, get them on TV, you know, to, to show off some of those things. But Thunder Rosa is is the AEW Women's Champion. And Prime made a good point when we was doing our, re, uh, uh, we did a review of Double Nothing Chess to check out in the predictions that there's been only a total of 30 minutes that Dunder Rosa since winning the championship, not since starting the feud, since winning the championship, that she's been on television. That is a crime. Yep. So she could barely promote her match with Serena Deep. Serena Deep was out here trying to promote all the stuff that she could, but she, Dunder Rosa is your champion, and you can't find her some TV time? And I can understand why this woman is, uh, you know, is frustrated. And it is reported by what culture that Rosa is unhappy over her lack of TV time. Rosa also said to be frustrated over not being invited to the post double or nothing media scrum. Uh, scrum. Uh, she is currently auctioning off her double or nothing attire to benefit the victims of, you know, the uh, Texas shooting, you know, you've all Texas shooting, which is very nice to do. I stand with her uh, and has plans for uh, and had plans for the auction going into the pay-per-view, but wasn't given a chance to speak about it at the post pay-per-view of Scrum. The report noted that while Ro Rose's frustration isn't to the extent that she's looking to walk out or anything, she's just upset and confused, which I will be upset also. And she's saying that she has a feeling that the, pro the primary women's championship, Jade looks good. And Jade got the baddies, and that, that is obviously popular. But the TBS championship is not the most important championship when it comes to the women. It is the women's championship. Mm -hmm. and, and as she said, it, it's been taking a backseat to the, the TBS championship and even the Ring of Honor uh, women's championship. The Ring of Honor championship got almost more TV time than, than your AEW championship did. The which one? Ring of Honor World's. World Championship by Mercedes Martinez. I mean, I haven't seen her on the show since she won it. But she had a match. Mm -hmm. yeah. Rosa, other than Double or Nothing, hasn't even have a, had, had like a. You know, Hangman, with the champion, he, he had these warm up matches just to showcase what he can do. Dunder Rosa yeah, even Thunder had Rosa that. only been like coming out to. They usually do like the the. They don't even have her on the show. Pretty much, they have like a promo of her. Yeah, like like Thunder Rosa won the title, and she's gonna be fighting Serenity, and and that was it. Yeah, the only thing she had was that that match against Nala Rose at the Battle of the Belts two, which is it back back in April. Which, by the way, who gave a shit about Battle of the Belts? Those, you know, I, I really thought those TNT shows that they was going to do, those little mini pay-per-view shows were going to be so much better. Those are just like raw SmackDown book shows because they, they, they like, it's like they put no effort into them. 
and you put no champions on it, no everybody no, that you put people on that nobody wants to see. I don't care about the FTW championship or battle the bus. I want some, you know, big championship matches. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. So, um, your thoughts on it? Uh, she's right. She should definitely be getting more time after women's champion. I don't understand why. I don't understand why having a woman on show period is hard for AEW. I don't understand, but hey. Do you think? Like I said, do you think you, you you go with the the big swole thing and saying that a lot of people don't you know, there's not enough writers for re- representation of the women uh, backstage or and they don't kind of know how to fit them after the show because women, especially women's matches, sometimes are, look, are looked at or a lot of times looked at as an afterthought, the bathroom break. Well, first, no, first of all, I don't think it's nothing like that at all. It's like I don't. I, I personally don't think you have to write for them. Like it's just you got to use them. How can you? How do you? How you know how to write for them if you don't use them? You got to be able to use them first. I agree. It's and, like, I, and 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 if it's it's inclusive, why don't you just go up to them and ask them what do they want to do? You don't think they go up to Jade and say, "Hey Jade, we got a promo for you today or whatever." What do you want to? We got a promo for you against. I don't uh, Red Velvet. What do you want to talk about in your promo or whatever? Like, I think they give like stuff like that. But match wise, I don't think they ask anything. I don't think they say nothing at all. I, so I don't know. I mean, I'm concerned about it. I, I, I want the best four, Thunder Rosa. And obviously, I think she deserves more as a champion because I said she, she's not getting no Brit, Brit, Brit Baker level TV time out of this at all. She's just not. So, no, but nobody, nobody is. No, yeah, I understand nobody is, but I'm saying, but she needs, she needs to be featured more, and, and showcase yes. what, and showcase what, what, be- what she because can before, do. because before she was the champ, she was featured a lot. Yeah, which happens to everybody. Before they the champ, they featured a lot, and then when they win the championship, they just disappear. You're right. Because speaking of disappearing, MJF. So look. We have to touch bases on this because we did not touch bases on this uh, last week because last week we didn't have a podcast. And I I said during our predictions and I said during uh, our Double Nothing review that we were going to touch bases on this because... So this whole week with MJF, because obviously we've seen the pipe bomb on Wednesday. And everybody was just like, this will work. We told you it was a work, right? And I'm just like, listen... I believe what happened with MJF was very serious because I believe that what happened on Sunday or Saturday when he he, he decided not to show up to the to, to the fan fest and things uh, or whatever Danny was having for the Super Double or Nothing because it was him and Samoa Joe that did not show up and I, it showed that Samoa Joe had like he you know he was supposed to be there so there's communication uh, flaws on his side. But MJF was not there, and it was also like, according to some sources, seen gambling, you know, in the casino, and I wanted to be there. Now, me personally, I don't know why you would book MJF to those kind of things in the first place. He's, oh, he's good at those. Yeah, well, I, I I know some people just like to be berated. Okay, you know, what I'm saying it's like the good heel MJF. He's not gonna sit there and actually take like a good picture with you. Heel. No, that's that's the yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Oh my gosh, one uh, one fan was in a wheelchair, 
Uh-huh. And like the fan flipped them off or something. And he said, Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You can even back. You know what I can do? And he stood up. He was like, Yeah, now do that. <laughs> oh, oh my God. It's just, obviously, yeah. but it's, it's funny because, you know, he's hilarious today. He's the old school heel. Like, you know, he will be mm-hmm. healing up. And people will pay good money to get healed on by MJF. Now, him. Still, whether he's a heel or not, not showing up to that was just not right. That people was going in and comparing that and the Sasha Banks thing, which they are really not comparable about what happened with Sasha Banks and Naomi, opposed to MJF. And that's when everybody's like, well, is he going to show up for Double or Nothing? Is he not? What's going on with that? And then he ends up going to, to Double or Nothing and then doing a job. And he gets squashed. Now, we just before Wednesday, before he had a mic, we thought like he got squashed. He he was getting punished for not sh- showing up at the fan event. Nah, I thought the way that it was looking, I thought he was getting squashed because that's how you do good business on the way out. Is make the person that you're feuding with look good if you're on your way out. Like if he was to never be seen or whatever. I mean, I I agree, but you know, one thing I've seen that that a lot of wrestling fans have a problem with. Is it's it's also a thing that I talk about in life. People hate to be wrong. Here's the thing: I have no problem saying that I got got. I have no problem to say because I think I do believe there was very real issues between MJF and Tony Khan before they they they, they uh, were reported to have talked and hashed things out. I believe that that situation situation was very very real. However, however. Them taking what they got and turning it into a work, that's that's rusted for me, and I'm happy to see that. But there are a lot of people out here talking about something I knew it was a work this whole time, or it's just that they, they didn't get me, or you know, say they got all the mindless other people out there. I'm like, hold on, y'all, it's okay to get got. It's uh, o- it depends on it depends on I think it depends on your your thinking, I guess, because. I've been hearing rumblings about MJF like unhappy and him with Tony Khan having arguments months ago. And, uh, you know, he did an interview and Tony Khan wasn't happy about stuff like that. Cool. I just heard those rumblings and then that was nothing. And then um, I heard they were unhappy or whatever. But every just a lot of people are always unhappy with Vince. So I was like, maybe it's just another one of those things. Then when he didn't show up to the fan fest, I was like, oh, he could be you know, out because you don't you don't not just show up to a fan fest. But then when he showed up to do business, I was like, okay. Then of course he's gonna show to do business because it's business. Then after he came back, I was like, okay, well then it's definitely playing into it. So depending on which, like depending on when you came into following it closely, is is different. Like if you came into if you came and you follow it closely at the beginning, then you probably figure, you know, what you figure. Like, it depends on when you come into it, what I think. Because mm-hmm. if you come into it at the wrong time, then, yeah, you're going to be like, oh, I knew all along. Like, obviously, if you come into it after his shoot interview, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's a work. Or, obviously, if you come into it at the time when it was doubtful, you're going to be like, oh, this is real. So, I guess it's all perspective. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with all that stuff, too. 
It's just that, you know, some people are just like, it's okay to be like, it's, it's wrestling, it's what, what makes wrestling fun. And again, to that. Now, they they have gone above and beyond. I, th- I do, I, I do almost, I do think that it would have been MJF that a lot of people just don't believe anything anyway because he's such an old school type of guy. Exactly. Of, of keeping kayfabe. So I think a lot of people, even if it was real 100%, or you know when it was that real beef, people were still like it's it's a work because of how MJF is. That's like Velveteen Dream back in the day would keep character even outside of WWE events. He would still keep his character. Mm-hmm. So um, some people probably don't even believe anything uh, in that sense of MJF. So you got those people too. I, look. There's not gonna be no complaints out of me. I mean, I I appreciate how extent they're going with the storyline with them removing yes. uh, him from the. That's the a, see, that's how I knew. That's how I was like, all right, now they doing too much. Now they trying to now they doing too much of a of a quote well, unquote I mean, well, work. Well, I mean, well, once he came out with the microphone, you already knew that like, okay, they work something out because you're not going not show up to a fan fest, and then you know. Uh, I know, but I'm saying like, because <laughs> obviously they took Sasha and. Uh, yeah, they took Sasha Naomi, Naomi down. Stuff, yeah. You mean to tell me you can't you can't update your rankings in five weeks, but you can remove MJF? All right. Yeah, as you they've been updated in like a month, but yeah, MJF ain't here because he got on the microphone and called your mark. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So obviously that stuff they're going on on the shop. And they're removing all his stuff, and they're removing his profile. They they removed it from the rampage opening, so it's like you know they 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 give him the Sasha Banks and Naomi type thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now I wish this came. I wish this was after something happened though. Like he 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 yelled at him and stuff. But I wish this was like after MJF like like I wish if MJF said I quit or something for the storyline. This will make more sense of why they're removing everything. Because technically he's under contract. Technically, Tony couldn't do the old school Vince McMahon thing and just have him, uh, you know, being three on one matches every week since he wants to leave. You know, so mm. I don't know. Well, I mean, definitely got to check it out. Definitely see what's going on with that because I, I think it's, it's working out. It's going to work out great. Like I said, now with the battle world coming up, we don't know what the end game is going to be. He's actually gonna go against uh, Tanahashi and do all stuff, but I I think you right now you take and do the summer of MJF. Yeah, you do the summer. You do the summer of MJF, and I I really think that the fans will will, will respond great to it. I know I I know damn well I would. I you know what? I would do the summer of MJF, but he needs another crony. He needs another what? Crony. No, oh no! You really think he needs another crony, dude? It's MJF. He's a slimiest person. When you, he about to win clean this summer. This summer, MJF, he about to win clean the whole time. No, I, I'm, I'm saying, but I, I don't know if uh, another crony. Yeah, he need a. He needs a. He works well with the, being a slimy guy when he has a crony. And you know what? Just for good measures, it, it should be an ex WWE guy, like I like Chris Masters or somebody stupid like that. Mm. Like Car- Carlito, somebody is a crony. 
I mean, he said Chris Masters, bro. Chris Masters, Carlito, Johnny Elite. I don't know. Somebody, somebody that's an ex WWE guy to go with this current storyline. That would be, that would make sense too. Yeah. Well, then, just real quickly though, does MJF stay and with twenty twenty four hits? Does he stay with the company or does he go on the WWE? Uh, the way it is looking right now, I think he would stay. Because that's a long time from now, and uh, there's a lot that can be mended or burnt. So, for now, I have him stay. Okay. Yes. Uh, I I really think that, okay, maybe, you know, he he wants to kind of throw some because I, 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 he knows that... Uh, First of all, the MGF character, like the, the 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 full MGF character, can't work in WWE. Yeah, and also for for him to uh, for people to be like, oh yeah, they treat Cody that way, so I'm gonna get treated that way. Is like MGF's contract is up in 2024. There's gonna be a lot of people's contract up before then. That's gonna probably wanna try to go over to WWE thinking they'll get the same treatment, and they're not. You're right. We just have to see. I mean, if if MJF does go there, I'm pretty sure WWE gonna try to do like a seven year contract. Yeah, so yeah, but he just not, he's just not gonna he's gonna be the watered down version. He's gonna be the Miz. That's what mm-hmm. that's what it is. Obviously, gonna put him in the first rival. So you know, that's gonna be his first feud. That's, that's the first feud right there. So you yeah, know, I think it'll be best to say that AW is too early to tell. But right now, with the week that this man has had, okay, with the week that this man has had, it's just like. Now, the, the future is very bright for MJF. And he turned himself into a star. I mean, it's just kind of like how Punk was, because Punk wasn't really, uh, you know, he, he 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 had the world championship, obviously, and lost to, to, to Taker and, and Jeff Hardy. So he was an afterthought of that. And then the new Nexus was an afterthought. But then once he cut that pipe bomb, and then he was on a whole nother level and won a championship. CM Punk was a set man after that. Mm-hmm. So okay, you set with the casuals. You gotta, you gotta just specify. Okay, about. Hmm. I said you. I, I got to specify with the casuals about what the CM Punk thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Oh. No, I'm just saying because he was de- he was definitely huge in the Indies at the time, and then okay, yeah, you know, and, and the w- yeah, yeah. See, they kind of put him at the bottom. Yeah. He was doing he was doing the new Nexus in the Straight Society bullshit. Yeah, he was doing yeah. all, all 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 that kind of crazy crazy stuff. So whatever. So and but, randomly uh, he made an appearance at WrestleMania 22. <laughs> that's sad. Uh, what else I have here? Okay, so going on also, it's been a while since we talked about the Sasha Banks and Naomi thing, and uh, oh wait, hold on. So we uh don't necessarily know. Uh, right now Sasha Banks and Naomi have removed 
all content, I, all content of WWE is is been done. It's you know, uh, like it's 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 dry over there. It's quiet, and so now everybody's sitting there thinking like, I don't think they're coming back at all. And more people have been, uh, you know, giving their opinions about the situation that's been going on and stuff like that. And, and that's it, uh, it would have you. And honestly, I don't, I don't think that they need to come back because I, I don't know whether he's playing for them or not. And they, they, they you're right. No, really no, because, planning. because right now, like I said, to try to make an example out of them, and then more people are coming out and talking about how they feel about it. Uh, Bianca Belair, you know, uh, she made a comment, which, uh, I, I think it should be we should really echo what she's been saying she said I've shared some amazing moments with both and I'd rather not speak on it that's their story to share and they should be the first ones to speak on it and I agree with that because you know mm-hmm. their stuff has been you know dragged through the, you know, the mud and everything like that. And, I, and I know Bianca Bolaire is very proud of her sisters and stuff like that also so it's just wait uh, to that, uh, that Talkers Jericho episode Wait, you, you said uh, with uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Or or um, who's the guy that does stuff? Chris Van Bleet. Went to that Chris Van Bleet episode. Mm-hmm. We're getting a lot of stuff out. Who else got to show that they usually do big stuff? I mean, that's those are main two. I mean, it's, it's possible there. With, with, with all this stuff happening, do you think that, do you think that they're going to come back at all. At this point, I'm not... Uh, uh, well, eventually, like, maybe years down the line, after they do whatever they feel like, then, yeah, I think so. But at the current moment, no. Yeah. I I, I really feel like... This is this had to be a conscious decision. Because right now, they, they, they talked about a tournament. They know they don't have no teams for that, John. I think they're going to just probably retire the championships. And I, I don't know how much of the plans... Yes, there's I- already... Uh, confirmed. What that the chips are retired now? Yes. Mm. Well, good riddance. If that is the truth, good riddance. I don't know how long they're gonna be retired, but they they are scrapping the championship uh tournament at the moment because they don't know what to do with it. So they're probably gonna act like nothing ever happened. <laughs> yeah. That is, is probably what they're going to do. But you know what? The, you know what? Fuck them titles because they, they never really cared about it in the first place. Fitz don't care fuck about the titles. And he don't care that they got to get them in the trash because, like I said, I, I don't really think that Sasha Banks and Naomi fucked up his plans that much to the point where, they, they, you know, WWE's going to crumble or fall apart uh, type thing. But uh, if now, if, if. Tony Khan decides to turn this MJF thing into an angle and sees how hot the MJF because first of all, one thing people don't understand, the AEW was the most talked about wrestling all week. It it, 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 it they didn't force anything, it just naturally happened that way. With the MJF stuff on Sunday, and then him do, him doing the job, and then him coming out with the pipe bomb on Wednesday, and then CM Punk ha- having the, you know, get surgery on Friday. They were the talk of the wrestling, t- the IWC this whole week. 
Now, if it just so happens that they put the rocket on MJF's back and they recreate the whole summer of punk with the summer of MJF, I think honestly WWE's gonna be blowing up Sasha Naomi's phone. Because the week before that, before MGF, Sasha and Naomi was to talk to the town. And instead of, you know, because Tony Khan never came out and uh, uh, talked about any of their issues publicly. WWE wanted to drag Sasha Banks and Naomi's name through the fucking mud. And now to the point where it's just like, if they feel that they can make money off of this and turn them here. Or, or, like, remember the anti-authority Miz and R-Truth? Back in 2011. Hello? You start with the one where they was a team? Yeah, when it, remember, remember when it was a team, but they, they was going up against the authority, and it was like... You, know, uh, the, you talking about when they fought The Rock and Cena? Yes. Uh, yeah, I remember. That's, that's when Miz and R-Truth was at their... Like... That was the shit because remember, remember, remember they came and interrupted the Hell to Cell match, and mm-hmm. everyone was just like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is going on? Is this is real." And, like, and it was at the light. They was at the light. They was taking him to jail after. I'm like, really? That shit was cool, dude. I I, I no, I'm saying it was cool, but I'm saying like, and out the people that done attacked uh, these type of matches before, Miz and Archie was the ones you gonna take to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying with with, with, with Sasha Banks and Naomi. I, I would think WWE will t- want, want to try to make some kind of money after them, but I, I think right now you cut the wounds too deep, especially about how you drag these black women's names to do the mud. Because you, you know it's fucked up when Bill DeMont got to point out race about this situation. You saw what he said? No, as soon as I heard seeing Bill DeMont, I start watching. You said you start watching? Bill, they didn't mention him on TV. Oh, I seen. I sorry. I seen. Uh, uh, I seen him talk about it on like the news or something. Oh yeah, well not. But anytime Bill DeMott, who got fired for having the homophobic and you know racist remarks with his training, brings up race, you're like, what is the fucking problem? Because he he brought up how WWE can run Sasha Banks and, and Naomi's name through the mud, but they yet to say anything about Tammy who. Killed the guy. That's what it was. Yes, that was on the news. Oh, that was, like, that's why That's why I was upset because out of all the people the news could interview, they interviewed him. Seriously. I'm just like, because... And then he was talking about Sasha and Naomi for Sonny. What are you... What? What are y'all doing? Yeah, well, he's always saying that, that she's still in the Hall of Fame because Bill DeMott's daughter, I think it was, got killed by a drunk driver, so he, he takes it very personally. But still... Out of all the people to talk about the situation, that's he said. Can you imagine how that looks to the public? I'm just like, no shit. It looks bad to the public. It doesn't look right. That like I said, he he's dragging these black women's name to the mud. While Tammy's out here, just you know, they don't say shit about it. I I get it, but why are you the champion for that? You know what I'm saying? I don't. I agree with you. Out of all people, why why build the is the champion for that? And that could have probably cut up because once again, Sasha and we have yet to say anything. Once again, they probably are not legally allowed to say anything. There was just a, maybe, a, a, maybe not, huh? I said maybe, maybe not. There was just a picture of Naomi and Sasha Banks that resurfed. Well, of Naomi with with, with her husband, they kind of surfaced. Yeah, she posted a video, huh? 
She posted a video. Oh, okay. Oh, so it was a video. Was this a picture? Was a video? Yeah. Okay. It was like on the beach or something. Uh huh. Yeah. Man, look. Burnt out. You know, she she gets a chance to you know uh you know relax and do all that kind of stuff like that. I'm all I I am all for it. I'll be honest. I'm all for it. But if they don't come back, and first of all, there's no guarantee like, hey, we run over to AEW because after we just talked about the problem with their women's division over there with Thunder Rosa, Sa- Sasha need to be over there. And Naomi don't need to be over there either. I, I, I really think Sasha may just go, like, I'm just going to go try Hollywood. And then you go try Hollywood, come back to be an even bigger star than you were before. Sasha's already a big, big, big star anyway. You know, but then going to Hollywood, going to the award show, her cousin being stupid, and, you know, her, her her being hanging out with him more. I think that can turn into a bigger star, and then yet Naomi can find bigger and better things for herself also, and they can reinvent themselves. And they didn't want to come back later. Like I agree with you, probably is. But with them cut cutting WWE off and all that stuff like that, I really think that they they are done with them. And especially if how their name has been dragged, and I really think that you know people are gonna take some shots. Shots at WWE. I think this MJF thing is really gonna be like it's kind of like you know. Uh, remember when they fired Jeff Hardy? And it was Which like time? huh? Which time? The most recent time. And then oh, okay, yeah. And then you know that drug test came back, and he was just like, "Hey, hey, bro, we saw you were going to Hall of Fame <laughs> by yourself." Yeah, no. Nah, what you mean? Bro, so we, we we go in the Hall of Fame, even though he was like, I, I they, they didn't even ask him. It's funny because they didn't even ask him to like go in the Hall of. They they said, "Do you want to go to the Hall of Fame this year, like next week? Do you want to go in the Hall of Fame?" <laughs> Wasn't the Hall of Fame like the next week or something like? Yeah, the week I, I was, was, like, and, close he, by? like without Matt. Are you serious? And yeah. then you know, I want to go to my brother. And first of all, I just want a program with Roman, Roman Reigns. That's all he as he, he told Stone Cold he wanted. I want a program over Roman Reigns. I thought it would have been a decent program of Jeff versus Roman. But uh No, it was a slap in the face. So he said, Fuck y'all. That's exactly what he said, fuck y'all. So I don't I, I have no problem, you know, with that. And, and I, I do think that their phone could be calling also. Because they're like, oh shit, this MJF thing can make money. We can make money and try to turn turn y'all against like you know the establishment type thing. I'm like, no, y'all can't handle y'all women's division now when y'all barely got any women to compete a Royal Rumble matchup, and y'all obviously can't do the tag team championship. So obviously, I won't want them touching that. I just go go off and do my own thing. I and I wish them the best. Like I said, there's no there's no confirmation that that they have left. Or if the contracts are <clears throat> frozen or not frozen, suspended, whatever the case may be. But that, that that's that's the most recent update with the Sasha Banks and Naomi scandal that comes on. I mean, even pe- people like Paul White was commenting. I don't know what he said, but he talked about it. I have a quick trivia for you. Okay, bring it on me. When is the last time the Intercontinental Championship was defended on a pay-per-view? Sheesh. <clears throat> Let's see. The last time the, in- the Intercontinental Championship, I remember what it looked like. Okay. Now, there you go. The last time the Intercontinental Championship was defended, I, I, I want to say 
Okay, it's not a you should edit regular pay per view. Damn. Is the year twenty twenty? Uh no. Is the year twenty twenty one? Yes. Oh shit. I believe I was back in twenty twenty. Okay, twenty twenty one. Alright, damn sure wasn't mania. Damn sure wasn't rumble. I wanna say Hell in the Cell. Nope, it was WrestleMania. What was the match? Oh my god, you forgot the African drum beat match between Oh my god. Oh, the Nigerian drum fight. God. You damn right. You damn right I forgot about that. Shit, I forgot all about that. Alright. You made your point on that one. <laughs> Uh, there's also some reports of. I got another one for you when you're done with this. No, 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 You know, I'm kind of I'm liking the trivia. So before before I go get into it, no, it's not a, it's not a trivia. It's another like it's a news or news uh, thing. Oh, what it? That shit that you're gonna like. <laughs> oh, well then, because I I've read part I've read talk about it. Lay it on me. Seventy-three-year-old Ric Flair shared a video of himself taking the bump from the top rope to the to the uh, ring mat today at seventy-three with a pacemaker. What a p- Flair! Is it his? Is it his? Isn't he doing like a six-man tag match with FTR or something like that with a shirt on? Probably. I mean, I don't want. I don't want to see his stomach. When is his match supposed to take place? Do you know? Uh, seven thirty-one. Rick Flair, oh my God! How did he look, probably? I know you saw it. I know you saw it. There's a lot of memes. I can read them to you. Oh, read me off some of the memes. If I'm 20 and a top rope bump feels like I got shot in the back, I'm wonder what it feels like at 106 years old. <laughs> Now, you got the other side. The fact that he's 73 and he can do this show how blessed he is. Okay. Uh, then we got one of these type of people. You go kill it, Ric Flair. Can't wait to watch you walk down the aisle styling and profiling like only you can. Ooh. Oh, then we got other people. Uh, <laughs> somebody said you should wear by every bump in this match. <laughs> Hopefully the uh the EMTs are on standby. Uh do your thing, nature boy. I'ma legit lose it when I see you walk down the ramp, get in the ring with the robe on. Alright. Somebody said, I'm confused here. He, he took a bump and it took him a whole say by the bell episode to get up after that bump. Are we supposed to be impressed? Oh. He can't even oh my god. <laughs> He can't even stand there in microwave without getting folded, but he's out here taking top rope bumps. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bro, just give it up. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's why I didn't. Even do and I don't want to see. I don't know why people acting like 
See, I can understand people like an East old, but Ric Flair is seventy. Like he, he has nothing to offer at seventy three. That that people want to don't. still see. Don't nobody want his, to see that shit. His uh, his match is him getting beat up the whole match. You really want to see a seventy three year old man get beat up the whole match? Like, hell no, <sighs> hell no. They don't want that, and they yeah. they know it. Shit, we know it. That ain't, what, that ain't what they want at all. Well, I might as well keep this train rolling. Uh, oh, dang. Where is it at? Sorry. Okay. AEW star Sammy Guevara proposed to his girlfriend, Ty Conte, at the Eiffel Tower, and she said yes. Oh. So they are getting married. I don't know when, but they are. Okay. Well, I mean, blessings to them. I mean, yeah, well, it's the second time Sammy uh, dropped the knee, but, you know, sure. Ha! <laughs> Shit, I call it that. Uh, did you happen to catch Bray Wyatt's cryptic tweet about returning to wrestling or something like that? This past I mean, week? we don't necessarily know if it's a return to wrestling, but yes, I did hear. I mean, I, I, hope, it's, I hope it's a return to wrestling. I, 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 like, I adore Bray Wyatt. As long as he's okay with as long as he's good, like, you know. On his own terms, yeah. Shit, just bring the feedback. I mean, because right now I don't even see anybody go. No more people go to AW right now. You can just bring it back to WWE if he wants to. Or well, maybe he's gonna control his narrative. I sure as I hope not. I think he's better than that. <laughs> did didn't they have a show this week that did like absolutely? I have no idea. I about to say, man, didn't they do a fucking show this week? It was just like big buddy boot cheeks. Bro, uh, what, 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 what you about to say? What you about to say? You can't, you can't get out. I'm scrolling on Twitter and John Cena is performing. My time is now, and uh, the other song he had, yeah, on Raw. Oh, oh I remember that. I remember and, that. Well, and at the end, and at the end, Vince came out, and they got like the picture of the black John Cena next to Vince. The, who's the black John Cena? Oh my gosh, the black John Cena! Oh God, who was? No, last year the black. Bro, I'm sending it. I'm sending it. You'll see it. He about to. He about to give me some bullshit right there. Look at this guy. All right, let me. I don't know if I got. Uh, did, I, did I get it yet? Uh. Oh shit. It's a black John Cena. I've never seen this guy before. It's the black John Cena. Yo, dude. Yo, dead serious. Yo, I, I'm sorry. I know y'all listen to the podcast. We, we kind of want sidetracked it, but look. That, oh my God, that Negro looks just like John Cena. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, this is. Oh, man. That is. Like, has Cena acknowledged that? looks just like that. Is that the black John Cena for real? Yes, yes, yes. He has. He has. <laughs> I'm, what did he? What did he have to say? Like, oh my god, that's a brother from another mother. I guess he was just shit saying like shit. No, I think he just like posted him and like said something like, "Yeah, this guy, you know how this guy looks like me, or this guy is hustle loyalty and respect." With you know, something stupid he probably said. The black. Oh my god, looks just like John Cena, just black. Same haircut, same built. Like it's amazing. Yep. 
Like, if they ever wanted to do a movie, it's like, you know, we turn, like, see, see this character turns black, get him. Yeah. Get, same. Play. He got the same, like, uh, body type, too. Yeah, oh my gosh. It's freaking amazing. That's freaking amazing. So, I don't think I feel like doing the whole Michael Cole thing, to be honest with you. It's Michael Cole. Who does? I mean, cause look, cause I be trying to get my, Michael Cole some flowers. But he, you know, but he he be fucking up for him. But he did celebrate twenty five years of the business. You know, that's hard to do. He had some iconic moments. You know, and I know. Oh my! Uh-oh. That's an iconic moment. <laughs> no, I'm talking about when when Foley won the championship, or when Daniel Bryan had the miracle of Bourbon Street, or man, you know, it was one of his best calls ever. Which one? <laughs> You don't know one of his best calls? Just just think of everything Michael Cole has called. I think you can remember a memorable Michael Cole commentary line. I just told you a couple of them. But I, I know the one you're probably thinking of. I'm not thinking of it right now. Because obviously you put me on the spot. So I, can, I can't. The one I'm thinking of is into the dog poop. Into the dog poop. Into the dog poop. He reminded him. Into the dog. No, because see, now that one, no, because that doesn't, because I, when, when I think of stupid shit like that. I think of that. What did he call the blood for Bray Wyatt? The rest, the sinus of the liquid. Yeah. Oh my god, that was that was a cringe Vince McMahon line if I ever heard one. But into the dog poop. It's like he was like Jim Ross two point oh in that way. No, no, Michael Cole's had some good moments, uh, some, but he's mostly been a straight man for, for, for a long time. Oh, oh, and also don't forget when he was like, uh, Jan Lawler is suffering from so-and-so, this, that, and, uh, excuse me, uh, ain't no bleeding. And then Booker T was like, what? What? He was like, what? And then he cut. So, yeah. Yeah, why don't you have some good moments? Some. He, uh, he, he has some, like I said. I'm not going to complete, complete dog up, but I mean, he, there, there are some that I'm just like, bro, you are. I'll be honest with you, I had the 25 years, he does not have a su- success rate, so I'm going <laughs> to say. I'm, I'm gonna say. I, I, I feel you now. I can't, I can't, I can't even get mad at you now. Well, guys, I think that, that right there is where we're going to end the podcast this week. Uh, so, you know, we got most of the stuff that I want to talk about out the way here. And uh, I thought it was a very successful show. We I plan on being back uh, tomorrow with the Hell in the Cell review. I, me and Pride was going to review In Your House. If we do review In Your House tomorrow, where the case may be, I will probably just toss it onto the podcast, to be honest with y'all. You know, uh, but as of right now, I we, we didn't get you to go into it. If we do, I'll pipe it on right here. But if not, you know, go to case may be. But make sure you guys should check out spacesfully.com. Check out, you know, also, you know, different pockets is on there from the Little Pop Plus One and I'm doing business with Mark Randall. Check out our content from the No Give City Wrestling Podcast and Narragansett Talk. Throw Dolph Silver Tongue and uh, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. Check out Prime and Le- Oh, well, first of all, check out us on all the podcast apps that you have podcast google podcast spotify iHeartRadio. radio check us out on youtube premium check out 
uh, Prime and Leeboy TV or Prime and Sasha Podcast. Check out Qflow. Does all the music. And uh, yeah, we're gonna get out of here, get ready for Hell in the Cell tomorrow. Hopefully, it's a, a pretty, a pretty decent show, and see what Dynamite brings for us on Wednesday. Excited about that. And uh, yes, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, the the Nerd Gasper podcast will be recorded tomorrow night as well, so you guys will be able to see get that on Monday morning. So once again, this is NC the place to be. Children of Sandy, and not Deion Sanders in prime time. All right. All right, and the Q flow wherever you're at, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.